Hotline at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Someone told me about it. I love it. Uh, love Obo. Uh, Obanaya Okoronko. Uh, <laughs> his mother would be proud that I call, always called him by his real name. But, uh, you know, I went through a lot with Obo. Uh, we all did. Uh, didn't go to class. I had a, so many times my coaches are looking at me, how are we keeping on with this guy? <laughs> and I just never wanted to give up on guys. You Getty knows, give up on kids, young people. I always kept giving them more chances, more chances, more chances. And Obo tried me to the nth degree, believe me. But I never gave up on him. And uh, he ends up graduating. He ends up his last year lecturing our freshmen about his journey and how they need to go to school, go to class, do the things he didn't do. And so, uh, anyway, he, he, he's a good soul, good man, good person, and I'm, I love it that he's uh, doing so well and that he's made it there. And You know, so it, it just shows you, you just you hang on to guys and, uh, you know, and eventually they figure it out and do what they're supposed to do. And, and, uh, and Oboe's one of those stories, and I'm glad I held on to him, that's for sure. Well, there's Coach Stoops talking about Oboe and the weekend he had and, and what it was like with him as a player. Pretty cool stuff there from from Coach Stoops. Um, yeah, Oboe's, Oboe's doing good and uh, anxious to see where, where he ends up and how, he, how long he keeps going at it. He's in a really good spot right now. All right, let's start at the offense. We're at what, uh, what are portal positions? Offensively, a portal must take positions. Uh, tight end? Yes. Running back? Yes. Quarterback? Are we going to say every position on offense? Well, I'm not saying wide receiver. Everything but wide receiver, yeah. Um, we're, I don't know exactly what all on the offensive line, but we're definitely going to be in the offensive line. We're probably going to lose two tackles. Um, you feel good about your left tackle, probably going to be Sexton. And, you know, I'm guessing they're going to look for another experienced tackle at least to add depth. Yep. Guard and center to add depth. You know, I'm, you know, we're going to be asking a bunch of young guys to grow up really quickly, if not. Um, but tight end, running back, and quarterback are all musts. Must must take in the in the transfer. Portal. Feels like I mean, if you can get someone who was a former, you know, high four star, played one year somewhere else, then you you, you take that offensive lineman for sure. If like the mm-hmm. the upside there is is really high, but it almost feels like for next year they'll take someone almost like a Walter Rouse who's played a lot of football, <laughs> and maybe it's a short rental. And I would I'll take another yeah. Walter Rouse next year in a heartbeat. But more of just the overall experience that they've had to yeah. come in. You know what I mean? Someone sure. who's played a lot of ball to say, "You come in here, good chance that you're one of our starters at tackle. We need experience at that spot. We'll we'll, we'll put you there. Go win the job." Yeah. Um. But that's what I've got offensively. Um. Dude, defensively, you want to hear something crazy? Sure. 
I'm going to read off the numbers from the players that we're going to be losing off of. Which let me ask you something first. Does Red fifth? Does that mean that technically you have another year, or no? Well, I think you can play six years now, right? So if you've already taken your red shirt year, I think yeah. you'll still have that COVID year. So I, I think I think that's I what think red that's, fifth means. I think you can come back for another year. Yes. Okay. Because I think like well, Key Lawrence can come back for another year. Well, I, I was. Let's see. Um, maybe, maybe he can. I'm not sure, but. Uh, Luulu and Jordan Kelly were listed as red fifth, so I just had a question mark there. I, I'm not exactly sure what what that is. And Key Lawrence is not; he's listed as a senior. Okay. So if it's not listed as red fifth and they're listed as a senior, I'm assuming it's it, their last it's year. It's the most difficult time in college yeah. football ever to can a guy come back or not. It's so it's I'm going to so put Luulu and Jordan Kelly in there just because you know where it is. So you got 88, 8, 14, 30, 33, 44, 54, 80, 94, 95 off of our defensive line. For those counting, that's 10 guys. 10 guys gone. Out of our defensive line room. Yeah, and I, I, I counted um, Hicks in there because th- I saw something. He already entered the portal, right? Yeah, but he hadn't been with the team this year. But, y- yes, he yeah. did enter the portal last week, okay. late last week. So that's a, that's, a, um, that's a large number of guys. So – and maybe Hicks wasn't even playing defensive line anymore, so maybe I could take him out. I now, don't know. Now, you, you, of course, you got um, you got Jaden Jackson coming in. You got David Stone coming in. Wyatt Gilmore. Um, you, I mean, you you've got several defensive linemen coming in, but they are going to be, I would imagine, very aggressive in the portal with defensive linemen. Like they got yeah. some D linemen coming in as freshmen that they like, and that's great. And I think at least a couple of those guys will play next year, especially David Stone. But you don't want to roll into the SEC next year having to play, you know, four, five true freshmen next year across your defensive line. Yeah. You don't want you don't want David Stone playing very much football next year, I'm assuming. I you want him to be a, a rotational situational guy. The bulk of it goes on the upperclassmen because the true freshmen all inevitably hit a wall at some point it's just a long grind of a season um asking those guys to be a starter or even a guy that's a like someone that is a heavy heavy rotational guy i mean you just i mean as we sit right now to expect that a guy that hadn't even signed here yet number one is unreasonable um now as we watch through spring and through training camp and early part of the season, maybe that changes. But as of right now, uh, your expectations for David Stone should be just slightly above zero for next year. Well, a lot of true freshmen playing this year on this year's team. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. No, that's true. Did Did you say forty four? By the way, as uh, yeah, in I, that I group? messed that up. Yeah, Kevin, I messed that Kelvin up. Kelvin Gilliam, he's a redshirt yeah. sophomore. Messed that up. Yep. Um, I was thinking whenever I saw I, – I don't know why I confused him with Hicks. 
when I saw him, I, I thought Hicks, and that's why I put it down. Someone so said, nine can, guys. can Stoops come back at all? Would love to have him back. Yeah, so would I, but no, he can't. 918. Cannot. Yeah. Well, I'll let you say that. I don't know who can come back and who can't, honestly. I, uh, <laughs> I know that Drake Stoops can't, and it, yeah. it, bum, it bums me out that he can't. I know. Or, or you know what? Um, I mean, we know that. Does everyone else know that? Why not just bring him back for another year and see if anyone catches it or not? It's so confusing he's, these days. He's listed as a red fifth. He does not. So, he, he, this is his last year of eligibility. Yeah. I, I'm just I, I'm joking to bring him back and see if anyone catches it. But he's been so yeah. productive this year that everyone immediately would say, no, 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 no. 12 is ineligible. What's he still doing there? Yeah. Get him out. Now, you could put him in number 82, and I don't know if anyone would notice. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Get him on jet well, sweeps next year, return some punts, yes. I guess what I'm – I guess maybe the red fifth means that you've redshirted and you've played five So you're definitely gone if you have season. the red fifth, yeah. I, that's what you've, you, you're saying that is the fact? You're gone? That's what uh, text line is saying, so I'll, I'll okay. go with that. Well, then then we're losing nine legitimate defensive linemen. Gone. Unless if you're just listed as a senior, you can come back. I don't know. Well, we're going to be hitting the portal. Yeah, they'll the be defensive hitting the line. Yeah. Um, and they've got and, some nice know, pieces coming back that aren't seniors. Um, like an R. Mason Thomas, I, you know, waiting for that to really click this year. I know he's been banged up, but I think he'll have a chance to have a nice year next year. Yep. Of course, P.J., you got to think with a year under his belt, he's going to have a much better year. Ethan Downs can come back next year. Um, I think you got to pencil him as a starter. So there will be some good pieces coming back. You just really need to add some depth is, is the biggest thing. And that is I a think, depth conference that you're about to roll into. Yeah, I think safety, we are good. Um Hopefully, uh, you get Billy Bowman back, uh, Peyton Bowen back there as well. There's some good young play. Robert Spears Jennings has really come on strong. Um, you've got plenty of other good young players at the safety spot. Uh, corner is an absolute. They'll be taking corners in the transfer portal. Um, and I know Venable's going to be scoping out backers too, um, especially depending on what happens with Stutzman. You know, if Stutzman goes to the NFL, uh, you're definitely going to have to get some experience in. You, uh, you know, uh, we've got some good young talent. I, I, I really like Kip. Um, I like Kobe and Canick, but we don't have any fallback. We don't have any experience really to lean on. You know, we went with Connor Near this year, and he's still there. Um, but – my guess is he's he's going to be scoping for backers uh, as well in the portal. Well, they've got um, – and, and factor this in, too. I mean, they're going to bring in a nice portal class, but they've got the most commits. They're tied with Georgia for the most commits right now of anyone in college football, other than the yeah. service academies. they got 28 commits. So they, yeah. they'll and, – and some of those guys, they're bringing in more that will be on uh, PWOs. So yeah. they're – this is going to be a large freshman class, one of the bigger freshman classes in recent memory that they've had here in the modern era. But, I mean, so 
the the the, the roster turnover is still. I, I don't know if it's going to feel significant next year, but there's going to be a lot of new faces yeah. on the roster come springtime next year. A lot, man. Yeah, I don't know how many of our commits are going to be early arrivals, but let's just say that going into next season, there's probably going to be forty new guys that weren't on the team this year. Yeah. Well, how about this? Like Mike Howard just texted this in right, and we've kind of forgotten about this guy because he hasn't been available for several weeks, but Justin Harrington can come back next year. Maybe. I don't know. If he gets that medical red shirt, yes. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why they shut it down the way that they did. They're trying to get that medical red shirt. But potentially he can even come back, yes. Yeah, it would be nice to get him back. I hope hope the surgery and everything went well for him. Um, Yeah, that would be big time. That would be big time. Yeah, I – 40, probably 40, maybe more new names going into training camp. I don't know who all will be there for spring ball, but uh, you can count it for spring ball if you want. Uh, maybe we don't have every freshman on campus, but there's going to be a lot of new names. And, but, and with that many names, and yes, you're losing some to graduation, but some will be processed out at the yes. end of this year. Um, yes. If you're not able to stay – Healthy, if you're not doing the right things, if they think, hey, let's be realistic about things, your your path is probably better somewhere else. Like a lot of guy a lot of guys will hit the transfer portal. Some will be OU's decision, some will be their own decision. Yeah. Yep. And I don't what does your gut tell you on Billy Bowman NFL or not? I feel like Bowman's gonna come back, but you ask for a feel and that's that's the only thing that it is, is a feel. Stutzman. I haven't heard any scuttlebutt on it. Um, Stutzman I'm not so sure of. I, I feel a lot better about Bowman coming back than I do Stutzman. I feel like if it's a – man, I feel like if it's a second grade or, or better that he could be he could be out. I just don't know if it's going to be a second-round grade or not for him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I personally believe – that Stutzman should come back because I think he can, he could take, he, he could definitely increase his value sure. in the draft. I, I don't, I don't think he'll have a second round grade personally. Well, then no, if, if the answer know. to that is no, then I would, if it's third or fourth, I would guess he comes back. But again, that's just a guess. I, mean, I, I don't know what he would run at the combine, but. Linebacker is not a position that gets drafted high in the NFL, and to be a and it's trending, it's trending in the opposite, not not in a good direction at linebacker. Linebackers, you know, less and less are, are guys taken in the first round. You've got to be an absolute outlier animal to be taken in the first round, and pretty close to that in the second. Now that has changed it used to not be that way there were a lot more guys taken higher in the draft but now the game has been you know legislated into a passing league and that's guys that protect the passer guys that throw the football guys that catch the football and guys that guard people that catch the football or who's getting all the money in the draft sure that's and I think we have to look at the current state of college football as well. well. Certainly with a guy like Stutzman and definitely Bowman, you know, because there are some players that may have a third or a fourth round grade, 
and they elect to go and could come back and make some NIL money. But, yeah. I mean, Stutzman's NIL opportunities are clearly a lot higher than, you know, maybe a normal guy going to a third or fourth round. I'm sure yeah. he's made a ton off NIL this year. I'm sure he made a ton off those T-shirts. Like, there'd be a real opportunity for him to come back to OU next year and make some, you know, ha- have a nice little payday for himself. Right. So that's that's yeah. that that'll be that'll be a factor, I'm sure, in that decision. Yep. No, uh, I agree. It, you know, that's an interesting thing, and you've heard quarterbacks saying that. That seems to be the like if you used to, if you were going to be a a mid late round quarterback, it's like, well, maybe I go ahead and go this year and not have to go through an entire another year and. The next year's draft class is going to be really good at quarterback. Even though I'm a third or fourth, I should probably go ahead and go this year. Well, now you can probably make third or fourth money in NIL. Hundred percent, close to it. As a quarterback, you know? as a quarterback, if someone needs you to step in right away and be a starter, if you're that good for a Power Five team, you could absolutely make that much in a year. May, uh, m- maybe not whenever you're including the signing bonus, but enough to convince you to go ahead and stay you know so i don't know it's fascinating all right quick time out more from the rush coming up keep hitting the text line 651-3439 we'll be back the word is spreading and the ref army is growing keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true sooner fans and that's the ref radio sports network and worldwide on the kref app This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services go down, this far-reaching free service may be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Messaging and data... Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush. 405-651-3439 is the text line. Let's uh, quickly get to a few. Gunny wants to tell us that it's about 420, uh, past 420 now, but good to hear from you, Gunny. 580, how about Caleb Williams? Why not come back and make 10-plus million at USC rather than go to the Bears? Wow. Maybe make it more than the head coach. Million? Maybe. I don't know. Ten plus million dollars to to go seven and five again? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he does that, but didn't look I, like he had a very fun year at USC this season. No, not at all. And you think there's no way he can make ten million dollars in NIL next year? I. You can do a lot, I'm sure, in, in LA and at USC, but that's that's like head coach money right there. I would say no. I I say you can't. What do I know? Maybe you can, but that's ridiculous if possible. Sooner in Texas, Teddy, please address your running back portal comment. I was under the assumption we had plenty of them. Don't think we are losing any but Marcus Major. Plenty. Um, I don't know. We... It took us three quarters of the year to 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 find some consistency at running back. 
I I don't know. You think I'm off the mark? No, I, I, I don't I think, think they, there's I any think doubt they have, going at running back. I think they have plenty of bodies there. Now, they're going to lose major, and maybe they lose someone else to the portal. That wouldn't be all that shocking to me. But could they use an experienced running back or someone that's – I mean, the answer to that is yes. And they got Taylor Tatum coming in, who's the number one running back in the class. And what on three had a recent rankings, and they have him at number 33. He's the number 33 overall player in the country. Like, that's great, but they could use. After this year, they could absolutely use another running back. Yeah. I, and I don't know. Maybe – I think Salchuk has been good the last couple of weeks. Um, for sure, he's been good. Um, but even whenever he's been good, we're, we're still – we're still not even close to the top of the Big 12 at running back. I mean, we may be – I what are we, middle of the pack at Probably, best? yeah. I mean, OSU and Texas are, are definitely better. Um, West Virginia, did, did uh, Donaldson end up really getting hurt in Norman? He's, he's a good player. I mean, yeah, probably – I mean, without going down every single team here, probably – like, when you look at the entire season, middle of the pack, maybe even, you know, a little bit further down than that. It just it yeah. hasn't been consistent. And here's the thing. Like, this league next year is such a depth league, man. You, you, yeah. you really just have to have so much depth at each position. And if you can find someone in the portal that you think can really help out your team, regardless of who you already have on your roster, you've got you've to explore that in these days in college football. Got yeah. to, man. I mean, there's you got five guys over a thousand yards. Which, by the way, Monty Bailey that we're going to see this week against TCU, he's pretty good running back. He's underrated. A lot of people don't even know who he is. Um, you got Ollie Gordon. You got Taj Brooks at, at Tech. You got Jonathan Brooks at Texas. Uh, the Harvey kid from UCF. Monty Bailey from TCU, and Devin Neal at Kansas. I mean, C.J. Donaldson at West Virginia, Highshaw at Kansas, and like that's guys with rushing yards. And I know that we've been splitting up carries, but I don't think I don't think we have a back right now that you can honestly say is better than anyone in that group. No, and the backs are going to be pretty good in the SEC as well. Yeah, and yeah, that's they are with a. Uh, with what I, I guess a sophomore now, Jackson Arnold lost the red shirt. He won't have a ton of experience. You're you're going to need a really good run game next year. You can't have a yeah. run game like you had for most of the year, where you're only getting about two and a half, three yards, and not getting to the second level by breaking tackles. Yeah. So yeah, now, if there's someone that you identify that can help your team out, they'll 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 go pursue that. I'm open to being wrong about that if if but people think that. We're good at running back. I mean, I'll consider that. But from what I've seen this year, we have not, for the most part of the season, had a difference maker at running back. And frankly, for a big portion of the year, that was one of the main problems on our football team was we didn't have a difference maker at running back. Oh, you had to have Dylan Gabriel in the run game. Some were 
Like, okay, well, Dylan Gabriel had a nice day rushing the ball against Texas, and that's great, but I don't know if I want to see that all that much moving forward. Well, they've, yeah. they've, that's had to be the case. And think about how many rushing touchdowns Dylan Gabriel's had inside the red zone this year. They, they've had that. They, they needed that offense all year long. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer that we will be – We'll be hunting the portal for a game-changing back. Now, um, so is everyone else. We may not find one, but we're at least going to look for some stability there. You know, and like the way it, it sounds like it's been in that room, perhaps. I don't know. You, you And you mentioned some guys may jump in the portal. That's... That's going to happen across the the roster. You don't. You never know where it's going to be. But yeah, I, I don't know. Four oh five. Either that, or you're going to have to have your young guys really grow up really quickly. Sure. And Sawchuck's going to have to get better. Barnes is going to have to get better. Four oh five. Was it a miss on Hicks and Smothers? I think that's way too early to tell right yeah. now. Way too. Way early. too early. Way too early. We can True have that freshman. conversation next year potentially, but not 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 now. Yeah, I, I think that I think both those guys are, are pretty good carrying the football. It's it's the other things that you ask the running backs to do. Um, and you know, if you got a guy that is next level at carrying the football and not great at protecting, well, you get around that. Uh, you go in there, we'll hand it to you, and then if we're going to pass it, you can come over here and stand next to me on the sideline. Uh, you'll work around it if you have a guy that's next level. And I don't think we have anyone that's so good carrying the football that you're willing to look around what they do the rest of the downs. Um, I don't think we have that guy on the roster right now. Brent from Jinx says, could Taylor Tatum be that game-changing back? Is he good enough to play as a freshman like AD? Well, I <laughs> there's two parts of that last sentence there. Is he good enough to play as a freshman? And then there's the like AD parts. <laughs> is he good enough to play as a freshman? Is he yes. Good enough to rush for two thousand yards as a freshman. Or the just like under? AD part? No, I don't. I I don't think that that's the case. And like, could could Tatum play as a freshman next year? Yeah, I, I think he could be good enough. But I'm just not crazy at on relying on a true freshman no, to be your you feature can't. back next year. Well, I mean, for a lot of reasons. But I do think, especially at that position in this conference that you're going to. A freshman wall exists, you know? Yeah. And I just I, – I wouldn't love having a true freshman as your focal – or your feature back next year. I don't I don't think that's a good situation. Yeah. I, you, you've, you've got to go and, and look for some stability at a minimum. A game changer would be really nice uh, if they could find a game changer at, at running back. Hey, real quick uh, before we hit a break here. Um, main story this week is Jackson Arnold going to start? Is Dylan Gabriel going to start? Does OU? Do you think OU knows the answer to that right now? Four thirty-four Central Standard Time on Tuesday. Um, I don't. Gosh, I don't know. The only thing I can go off of is the University of Oklahoma head football coach Brent Venables seemed pretty adamant that. Yeah, he's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. You know, I don't know if that is to throw TCU off the uh, off the scent. Um, if you're TCU, you have to prepare for both, and they're different. 
One's left-handed, one's right-handed. You're going to call plays differently for Jackson Arnold, a true freshman getting his first start, than you would uh, an experienced vet like Dylan Gabriel. That You have to account for that as a defensive coordinator. So I think it's going to be pretty cryptic from Venables. You know, it's been – he's saying, yeah, he's, he'll be fine or – Expected to be keeps, fine. If but they keep progressing, they should be ready to go this weekend. Is essentially what he said. Yeah. So that's the only thing I have to go off of. But if he's not playing, you're not going to hear him say he's out. No. 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 So, and, and I, guess I think that's maybe a long way to say I don't know. <laughs> and he's he's not going to speak to the media again until Friday. So I don't think that we hear anything until the the first series of the game. Unless we yeah. hear some scuttlebutt on Friday, the day of the game. But even, would, if, if, even if Gabriel's not playing, I bet he's out there warming up and going through warm-ups like he did last sure. year. If I had to place a wager on who takes the, the first snap of the football game, I would say Dylan Gabriel. Even though maybe you could pull the okey-doke now uh, and mess with them a little bit now that you've burned the red shirt. Who I'm, knows what they may do? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think that um, – Brent Venables bought you a uh, brisket sandwich last night just to say that. Keep TCU off the scent. I think you're on well, the take. I think you're on the take. I, I wish I was on the take. I'm not. <laughs> um, and I did get ribs and some green chili stew from Rudy's last night. Was not on coach, though. I would have loved to have spent some of that hard-earned coaching money on dinner, but didn't get to. That was SSP. All right. Let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. At Bobmore Nissan, we make sure you get the right vehicle at the right value based on what's right for you. Experience exceptional at Bob Moore Nissan, I-35 in Ecumseh, or online at bobmorenissan.com. Hit the transfer portal looking for wide receivers. Uh, is there a college football team that's had more drops than those guys this year? Jeez. Mm. What's going on with that? Uh, right. Let's let's just do like everyone else and blame Taylor Swift is the reason why uh, Travis Kelsey yeah. had the drops last night. He, he did not look happy post-game. Answered a couple of questions shortly. I understand it. Um, that was wild. Good football game. Uh, nine and one Eagles. Jalen Hurts, man. I, I don't yeah. know. How, how do you stop that tush push play? Can you? Is it possible? Not really. The way they do it, you know, he's, you know, well documented that he's like a, you know, six hundred pound deadlift guy. Really strong. He's big. And they've got a really good offensive line. I mean, you can stop it, but you you really have to sell out to stop it, and you expose yourself to other areas, you know, and that, that's really the problem. And I mean, the Eagles are in a really – I mean, they're in a great spot to have the one seed in the NFC. So if they clinch it, like, I just want to see them have one drive where they try to do it all the way down the field. I know. From the 20 or 25-yard line. You'll see them on a fourth and one line up for the sneak, and everyone knows it's coming, and the defense is piled in there, and they'll get five yards on it. It's crazy. 
they they've got it down to a science. But it's something that they do a lot. They've obviously spent time preparing for it, practicing for it, and it is a massive weapon for them. But you know, nobody in college football thinks it's necessary to uh, to be able to run a quarterback nah. sneak. Let's go with a shotgun. Shotgun yeah. with the running back on the hip on a fourth and goal from the one. Let's do that yeah. instead. No big deal. You know, only the best team in the in the world right now, perhaps the Eagles, do it. But it's not good enough for us uh, in college football. Aaron Rodgers, he's jogging, he's moving around. Wants to return to practice in two weeks. Is it worth the rush back, Tyler? Yes, it is worth the rush back. Just to you know, ha- have a season that. He ends up being a factor. Yeah. um, The Jets aren't mathematically eliminated, but I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. Um, But, yeah, just just to see him back out there, I I think it's worth it and for them to have some momentum going into next year. But you're you're just assuming that Rodgers comes back and he gets the job over Tim Boyle. (laughs) You just just think he gets the job over Tim Boyle just like that? Uh, Maybe I didn't factor that in enough. Yeah. in a boot on one leg, I think Aaron Rodgers would still get the start. Um, last thing I've got, Tom Brady says he sees a league that is filled with mediocrity in the NFL right now. And, you know, he's obviously got a, a video that's gone viral, uh, but this is something that he's been saying for a while, even his whenever he was in, the last couple of years in the NFL whenever he's in, this is something that he said quite a bit about the NFL. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's right about that. If you watch the entire mm-hmm. video, it's, you know, he's saying that he wouldn't throw over the middle against certain teams because Ray Lewis yeah. or someone was there. It would take away the middle of the field. Now they're ejected and fined thousands of dollars for it. The product, yeah. and he's right about it, it's just not it's – it's a totally offensive-driven league. The flags are out of control. It's not – the same product it was when he was in his prime still a good product i mean everyone's still watching it around the world but the overall product's not as good man i agree i they've taken special teams out of the game and you know and i was explaining to someone the other day the reason they're taking special teams out of the game is not for player safety when you score a touchdown kick the extra point they go to commercial right they come back, you kick off, it's a touchback, they go to commercial again, and no one notices. What happens, though, is if you go to commercial, kick it off, and a guy returns it out to the 45 or 50, and then you take another commercial break, people notice that, right? Whenever there's a, a big action play and something's happening out there, and then you come back and you go to a timeout. Well, everyone's like, well, what are we doing here? What's what's going on? Why aren't we building on the momentum that we just got on that kickoff return? So the best way to have people not notice that they've got two long commercial timeouts in a row is to force the, the, the play to not matter. Yeah. And that's what they've done. All right, I got a few. First, uh, Danny Stutzman with the great Instagram post today. It's a oh. photo of him celebrating after the strip sack on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the caption reads... I'm like communion, that cracker with the juice. <laughs> That's what it says. Huh. Yeah. I guess I don't get that. I'll have to maybe. Th- what do you mean? What do you mean you don't get it? It's the age gap. Well, it's not really an age gap. It like communion. You know what communion is? Yeah. 
I'm like communion, that cracker with the juice. Okay. I Well, yeah, I thought there was maybe something else there, yeah. but okay. all right. I feel that one feel <laughs> flat, man. What, what a, Sorry, what Danny. A, I, a lot of other people liked it. I guess Teddy didn't. Yeah. Well, hey, no, that's that's good. That's good. That's a great post. Great. What do you call it on Instagram? Is it you got a tweet on Twitter? What's I think, that? I just think a post. I think it's just a post on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Well, nicely done. Seven and five USC has a nice ring to it. I've caught myself mm. this week just saying seven and five USC because it's so much fun to say. But old Muleshoe says the relevancy of USC's program has returned. Quote: The year didn't finish the way that we wanted, and two days later. You got a million things going on in the sports world, and one of the top stories still is USC football. Now we have to change the narrative of the story, end quote. So he's saying it's a positive that me and so many others are making fun of him for being seven and five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm I'm fascinated to see what Lincoln Riley does out there. I it was they they've lost whatever momentum they had. It's it's gone. And I don't know. I think it's going to – obviously, the recruiting has been difficult on them already. Oh, yeah. Uh, transfer portal. California. Yeah. Uh, transfer portal's been really the route that they've gone, and I, I think that they're going to struggle in the transfer portal. And I, I'm curious to see what Caleb Williams does. I mean, I assume he's going to the draft, but, you know, they've – thrown some things out there before that suggest maybe that's not going to be the case and i don't know why they would do that other than maybe to get people to start offering up uh nil money for him to transfer is the only reason that you would put that statement out yep. it's not like the nfl's can pay you to enter the draft so you know i don't i don't know what's going to go down um but they've lost their they've lost their mojo that's for sure hot or not head coaches in college football one of each in each Power Five, according to rivals. In the ACC, the hot head coach is Jeff Brom of Louisville. Can't disagree there. Yeah. Uh, the not coach is Pat Narduzzi of Pitt. In the Big 12, the hot coach is Sark. The not coach is Dave Aranda, who's 3-8 and eight right now. Man. Uh, you think Aranda's gone yeah, at Baylor? I yeah, I think so. There's been scuttlebutt of that for a few weeks now, that that's, that's going to be the case. Yeah. And even, I mean, and even so that USC could approach him for a defensive coordinator. LSU's probably going to be looking for a D.C. They might try to get him back there. It feels like that could definitely be the case for him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's interesting how that whole thing's gone down there. They were – the further he got away from, you know, uh, Rule and McGuire's players – the worst that team got and you know i he's i think he's a really good coach i think he's a really good defensive coach but uh, for whatever reason it's gone and after a year like that i don't know how you bring it back right i don't either i mean they're gonna be three and nine they'll lose to west virginia at home that's 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 bad they gotta move on uh the hot or not in the sec the hot is drink at missouri which i hate but it's fair the not is billy napier at florida who uh, is a home dog to Florida State and probably going to finish five and seven after a six and seven year? If 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 Napier doesn't get fired this off season, he'll have the hottest seat in the country going into year three. I mean, you got to kind of be strategic of what you're going to do with your coach. I don't know who all's out there that that you're 
in the be able to be in the fight for. And I know Florida's a big job, but man, uh, yeah, there was a lot of underwhelming seasons this year from teams that you thought were going to be pretty good. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. Football, you love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it. We got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Hi, everyone. Dylan Gabriel here, asking for your support. There are a lot of kids who would love to join a team and play the sport they love, but circumstances get in the way, and they never get... ...is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. I don't know how much you've been monitoring the betting line between OU and TCU, but it's uh, it's been dropping here the past couple of days. It's at 10, 10 and a half right now in some spots, but it's dropped about a point and a half, two points in some places. After yeah. it opened at like 12. I'm sure that has to do perhaps with doubts about I who's going to be played quarterback? 100%. That's why I brought it up is what should that tell us, if anything, about the quarterback situation? Oh, if they, if the spread is tightening, they think Dylan Gabriel's going to play. <laughs> one underthrows the deep ball, one overthrows the deep ball. Which yeah. one we like? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That'd be the only thing is, you know, quarterback situation. And apparently um, – Chandler Morris has been practicing down there some, and the I don't know with, wow. with the sprained knee, with sprained MCL, how mobile he would be. But after what they saw BYU do to us in the zone read and zone option game, they got to be saying we got to at least do something in that regard, right? And to to make sure they've shored things up because. They hammered us with it last year. I remember what Duggan scored on like a 75-yarder, didn't he? Well, he scored in many ways last yeah. year. Uh, that wasn't just the only way. Long runs, long passes, they, yeah, I tried to block that game out. Hopefully they don't have Jamoy, uh, with with Dylan Gabriel dealing with the concussion, hopefully they don't have Jamoy, I think he is on the roster still. So steer clear of Jamoy yeah. Hodge, who injured like four quarterbacks last season. Um. I'll give you something to watch in the Oklahoma-Texas Christian football game that we play Friday at 11 a.m. By the way, spread open at 12.5. It's now down to 9.5, according to scoresandodds.com. So, okay. Three points. That's a big swing, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, they must think Stogner's going to start in the Wildcat in this game. That's why the spread's dropping. Ay, ay, ay. Now, I, I'm not saying anything about the spread. I think that... I think you've got to expect a one-score football game uh, with Oklahoma at this point, don't you? I mean, I had 31-21 down as my early week feel, 
<laughs> You're right. I probably need to make it about 31-24, same score as last week. It'll, it'll yeah. be a ride. Yep. Um, yeah, there's going to be some interesting stuff. And I know we're up against the break, and we've got the final hour to talk about it. I'm going to give you something to watch on TCU's defense for this football game. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. The final hour here from Riverwind Casino is next. Next.